episode of Red Rocks uh, Gymnastics Podcast. I am. Uh, uh, no, we'll start that again. Hello, what's up, folks? You're listening to On the Rocks. This is a podcast about the Utah uh, Red Rocks. I was about to say Utah State, but the Utah University Red Rock gymnastic team. It is I. I am here. You can um, uh, follow me on Twitter at Who Trans Superman. That's H U U T R A N Superman. And I am here with the Fibia Fibinacci. Um, uh, it's Brittany. What's up? Uh, not much. Just you know, thinking about gymnastics. Always, always thinking about gymnastics. <laughs> always thinking about gymnastics. That right. Law and Order and John Malarkey. So, yes. <laughs> but um, uh, we we do have a lot uh, of gymnastics that we're going to get into. Um, you know, we we we're doing this weekly now, which is really nice. We get to talk about this, get to like go over stuff, and then talk about stuff, and like see some of the stuff that we talk about come to fruition, and yes. then seeing some of the stuff that we talk about, like like boy, you know, we. You know, you and I kind of thought that uh, Utah Cal, um, um, Utah could really come away. Uh, but you, you, you also mentioned that Cal was um, second in the Pac-12 last year, and that this was not going to be an easy meet. And lo and behold, um, uh, Utah gets their first uh, loss in the Pac-12 in uh, what two years? About two yeah, and a half it's years. Been at least two years. Yeah. So I'm um, a couple of seasons here. So I'm, uh, you know, a, 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 an upset. I wouldn't say a big upset, but an upset. Um, uh, um, Utah just uh, they they looked. I mean, they they went. Um, uh, I, I call it halftime. Um, after the first two rotations, wasn't um, uh, too discouraged. I was like, okay, they, they were down by uh, they were they weren't down by very uh, very much, and then they had a, yeah. a really strong floor um, routine. Uh, but then um, uh, but then came Beam, and you know Utah, known as a Beam team, um, having some struggles um, uh, in, in the last few weeks at least. And so, um, uh, man, like, what are your thoughts about that meet? Well, the uh, my concerns about balance beam are becoming even bigger and bigger, and now I'm just wondering whether you know it's not just a one-time thing. It's something that we need to be concerned about, like long-term. What we need to f- they need to figure out, you know, what it like. It seems to be since it's team-wide, it's not just one gymnast. It's a you know a psychological thing. It's a team-wide psychological thing rather than just you know one person following events. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Emma, you, you talk about like you've had concerns about Beam, and um, I'm gonna try to liken this to. So I, I also host a Hitting the High Notes Jazz podcast, and something that we talked about there is that as fans, we we can kind of see like, all right, we may not you know be like super knowledgeable about basketball, but a lot of fans can go, boy, the perimeter defense on the Jazz not looking very good, and something that yeah. you know us fans have been saying for years. This is something that you've noticed um, uh, before, obviously, this week, before last week. Um, uh, so, like, what have you seen that um, uh, in the beam routine that, that has worried you since, um, uh, you know, early in the season? Sorry, could you say that again? Oh, uh, uh, sorry. I'm, uh, like, what um, did you notice early in the season that made you worried about the beam, uh, the beam team? Oh, I mean... Since early in the season, we've seen, you know, a couple of people fall pretty much every week. I mean, like the first week you can say, oh, it was just a one-time thing or maybe the beam was off. But, I mean, we've seen Abby Paulson, uh, you know, have issues several times. We've seen... Uh, Grace. Grace McCallum falls several times. And so it's just, 
it's I don't, it's just like it's turning into a long-term issue I guess I told you I told you about this over the week during the week but uh I'm worried about this now because it's in the past it's been you know a long-term issue like in the two like 2011 through 2014 we had you know a lot of gymnasts who are falling or a lot of gymnasts who are having major wobbles and so I'm like going back to that you know thinking are we having that kind of issue again is this going to be you know starting to become more of a long-term issue so I'm just I can't really get comfortable as a you know, watching them as they keep falling and falling because I've, you know, been the fan before seeing them all falling and falling every week. Yeah, and that's uh, like, I'm, uh, you know, we talk about Tom Farden and the job he's doing um, um, kind of, like, like he took Grace McCallum out of the beam rotation this week um, because she had uh, was it two falls in a row. Um, so, and and obviously she, she did the expedition and she did great. Um I, I'm trying to figure out how to word this question here. So, like, I'm a, do you think there's something else Tom could be? He's obviously trying to do things up. You know, we're 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 in the middle of the season, so you know, trying to experiment, get some stuff that the, either you're trying to experiment and try to like figure out stuff before you get to um, a, you know, nationals and the Pac-12 championship and all that, uh, or um, is it like you know, trying to like maybe give her a week off to like maybe get herself right? Um, uh, and we're talking about Grace McCallum here on Beam. Um, or what do you think the answer is for Tom here? Well, I mean, Tom acknowledged earlier after the meet last week that, you know, it's becoming more of an issue. So I, I don't know if it's necessarily an issue of changing the lineup a little bit. I know that last time Abby had issues for a couple of weeks, they moved her around in the lineup a little bit. Or if it's an issue of, you know, they added Alexia Burton's lineup, they might want to put her in, you know, not necessarily in place of uh, Grace, but in place of another one of the gymnasts and just see if changing things up a little bit might help them, uh, you know, refine that, refine, recenter themselves, I guess, literally, um, or find out like if it's, you know, a specific psychological issue that they're having, whether it's, you know, nerves or whether they need to prepare, train differently or what. I mean, the only thing I can think of right now is just like maybe switch the lineups a little bit or maybe not. Like maybe, you know, switching the lineups could hurt them psychologically even more. You know, it's hard to say. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough, that's a tough um, uh, position that Tom, I mean, he didn't have to have this problem last year with Beam, obviously. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, yeah like, cause, cause that, that is one of the, you know, again, to liken it to, you know, you know, I watch the jazz, uh, uh, really, uh, more often, I guess. Cause I mean, there's more games to watch, but uh, we talk about Quinn Snyder mm-hmm. and what's the rest right move lineup wise. Cause sometimes it's like, Oh, we need to throw a change in there. But also, you know, there's a lot of benefits to having a, a set rotation that, you know, the players know, and you get comfortable with, and, and that there's a lot of benefits to that. And I, I I wonder how those like Grace, look like you know she she's eighteen eighteen or nineteen whatever it is and, um, uh you know obviously a world class athlete, uh yeah. I don't I don't know if like it feels like a demotion or uh, or or she welcomes it or if you know or if she's mature enough to go like okay you know, 
you know, I do need to take this week off to like, you know, like you said, recenter and and refocus on, on doing. And she she obviously had a really good exhibition. She didn't fall. Um, so it, it is um, uh, something that um, uh, you know, because we we are dealing with uh, young adults here. You know, eighteen, nineteen, yeah. twenty. Um, uh, you know, we're not t- and we're not even talking about professional athletes who are being paid millions of dollars. This like this is their job. This is not a job for these girls. You know, this is something yeah. they do. Um, in addition to what they're, you know, going to school for. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that is tough. But, um, I, so I wonder like his grace, I'm, uh, you know, I, I saw a quote that was a few weeks ago where she said something about like, she was getting used to having a meet every week. Um, yeah. Like it's just a fatigue issue. They yeah. all did look really tired last week. I mean, yeah. I think people are saying that grace looked the most tired. It's just, it's been, you know, a full season since the beginning of January without any breaks, any weeks off. And it's going to continue that way through nationals. So it could just be, you know, a, a fatigue issue. And maybe, you know, they had some, just like, could have taken a couple of days off this week or, uh, you know, just to get a break or it could be an issue of, you know, maybe they switch up the lineups a little bit, either for the meet on uh friday or the one coming on monday coming yeah. up on monday so i mean that um, um that's really interesting because uh um uh, you watch a lot more than just the red rocks you you, you watch some uh you know meets uh from schools all over do you are, are you sensing fatigues hitting all these other girls as well or is it like just right now just a red rocks issue i, I there are some other teams who have you know their own little balance team situations i guess but i mean I think fatigue is an issue across, you know, you know, for teams that have it coming in and having the practicing every week and having the training every week at various times in the season, you can see that there are some teams that are, you know, very tired, like either it's a gymnast or a team that they just, they look worn out. And right now that looks to be what Utah. Yeah. Like, I mean, even, even with Miley, like Miley, Started the year not um, uh, doing um, the all around, and then yeah. was it the meet against UCLA? They threw in the was it UCLA the one or Stanford? Maybe I'm even Stanford because I, I think I missed it. Um, but um, uh, she didn't. Um, uh, she uh, on floor all of a sudden people were like, "Oh, she looks she looks pretty tired." Um, yeah, she looked really tired when she was doing the because uh, she did the vault. Yes, and so um, uh, yeah, just adding the one event like again. This is someone who. You know, last year was um, uh, routinely doing the all around. So, um, you know, again, this is um, uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe um, uh, this is a um, a challenge for Farden to um, be able to like next, take the next few weeks to like mix and match girls just in um, to not only like find you know a lineup that um, uh, he likes a little better, or just to even like give these girls an extra little bit of rest. You know, just like you know what, yeah. take you know an event off here or there and I'm a, you know, like I'm a, we we all do it. We, we, we all do things that we enjoy to a point, but I'm a, if it also becomes something that fatigues us or whatever, like it is okay to take, take a minute, take a step away. Um, something I'm kind of champion, not not only online, I'm trying to champion in my own world. I'm a, to like, Hey, take a day for myself. Um, yeah. You know, not at the expense of like making sure my my quality soft suffers, but if there's a day yeah. that I can take that, you know, I can I, I have time to 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 take away and just have like even just to rest and not do anything. I mean, it's it's good for, it's good to have those days in your life. So, 
Um, yeah. And I, I got to say, like, <laughs> uh, so like last night, the, the Utah Jazz played the Lakers and they, they lost in some, in a spectacular um, uh, comeback victory for, uh, or uh, 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 a blown lead for the Jazz, I guess I should say. And I, yeah. I didn't, I don't get bummed. Watching the the Red Rocks and the and Cal last week, I was pretty bummed <laughs> that, that, after that. I I was definitely emotional as well. I don't know if I would say I was bummed. I was more annoyed than bummed. You said, you said angry. <laughs> you I said, was angry. You don't get sad. You get angry. Is what you said. <laughs> I get angry. I yeah because I know that they can do better, and it's frustrating to see them. You know, not do as right. well as they should, and, um, and it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, like the, 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 so, you know, again, you're you're teaching me about gymnastics here. Does a loss like this, like I'm a, you know, so the main goal I, I'm assuming right now is to win the Pac-12 championship. Um, yeah. And then to do that, then then they go to nationals. Obviously, win nationals, but you know, you've already kind of laid out that you know Michigan's pre, you know, in a tier above everybody else right now. Um, yeah. But um, uh, so so, does a loss like this? How much does it hurt them in their long term goals? Well, I think the I think, I mean, if I were them, I would be more affected by the fact that their scores are lower, not necessarily that they lost. Like it sucks that they're now not going to win regular season in Pac twelve title but there's also you know you look at the scores and you see a lot of other teams who are getting into the very high 197s of the 198s and you're going to start to see them fall a little bit so I think that as a fan for me is more frustrating than watching wins and losses but I mean I think and I think that has more of an effect on their long-term goals than on specific wins and losses. All right, and then that, that's that's sort of what's different between like maybe like the NFL, college football, NBA, whatever. Because um, like, this is yeah, their their scores are trending away from like they start off the year very hot, and now these lot you know Cal, UCLA, uh, maybe even Stanford a little bit. Yeah, the scores are starting to trend the wrong way, <laughs> and so um, yeah, and, I mean, it, go ahead. Yeah, they're trending the wrong way. Very much correct. Yeah, it just and it it, it doesn't get in. You know, I guess we're gonna go out of order from what I said earlier, but um, it doesn't get easier for them because their schedules, you know, doesn't lighten up at all. Um, in fact, yeah. they have they have another like uh, a superstar. Like you know, being an Olympian is great, but now like it feels like Jay Carey is almost at a different level than everybody else. Like she might be the Michigan. I mean, she, <laughs> she's doing amazing. She is like kicking butt at college right you know like she she's like um uh, like if, if there's like him uh you know again to liken it to nba like him uh, if there's mvp of the season um if, you know if there's a Giannis out there right now it's, it's jay carey um yeah. uh you know we, we talked about her for weeks i mean we've been doing this for a few weeks and I, I feel like i mentioned her name every time and now she's coming to utah she she's uh i she was and i can't remember she is anymore but um uh, she was scoring nine nine in every event that she was doing um and maybe she got one a little bit lower, but regardless, you know she's got a yeah. couple tens uh, on, on on the year. Um, uh, she's still doing the all round. She's still going strong. So um, I, I know people, some people are out there asking about the Olympic wall, Olympic fatigue, because like that, you know, with, with Grace, like I was like, oh, maybe she's hitting the Olympic wall, but 
I don't know. It doesn't seem to be affecting Jade Carey right now. And I think Jade, maybe Grace has one more meet under her belt than um, uh, than Jade does because I, I want to say that the week that they did Best of Utah, Grace was there, but I don't think, I don't think Jade was competing that week. But uh, again, semantics. Um, yeah. Anyway, Oregon State comes to visit uh, the Red Rocks uh, uh, on Friday the uh, 18th. Um, and yes. they, then they have a, a meet on Monday, on President's Day, there's a meet. And so... Um, uh, um, let's let's talk about um, uh, um, the, these two meets coming up for the for the Red Rocks. Well, the thing I was I've been thinking about is, you know, if they do decide to rush a gymnast, which meet this week would be the better one for that. And I think, it's, sadly, because I'm going to the Oregon State meet, that since it's a home meet and they have lower scores in their uh, away meets for their uh, national qualifying score that they might be resting some of their gymnasts on Friday. So I, my question about, you know, is I'm interested to see what the lineups look like for this week. Um, in addition to Jade Carey, they have, uh, Oregon State has Maddie Dagan, who's uh, also doing great in all around. She has a high of a 39.55, which is, you know, not Jade Carey level, but it's also... Pretty. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. It, it's, it's still a, a really, you know, a, it's a good score. Yeah. So, and then, so then they have Caitlin Yanish, who is great on floor as well. So they have a really, Oregon State has a really fun uh, floor rotation. So that'll be the most fun to watch as far as things go for Oregon State. Um, uh, you know, Jay Carey obviously is going to be the, uh, the highlight. And it'll right. be interesting to see, um, I guess how well the Oregon State and Jade do when they're not at home and don't have the home crowd uh, and the the home court judges. I guess has has, um, Oregon, has Oregon State only been at home? Is is that a have they only, have they only had home meets? I'm gonna look that up. Um, I didn't know that. Um, um sorry, you can go. No, I was gonna say, but as I as I looked that up there, um, uh, okay, so. So you're saying that? Uh, so I mean, again, this is—I mean—is this a weird? Uh, uh, is this is this common to have a meet on Friday, and then have another meet like three days after? Is that is that something that happens? I think uh, a lot of teams will have one or two a season. I don't think Utah does every season, but they do some seasons. It's kind of to help them prepare for the uh, two meets in a row for. Uh, regionals and nationals so it is a somewhat common thing to have it happen you know at least once a season it sucks for the gymnasts because one of those scores is probably going to be much lower and the gymnasts are going to be tired but it is a pretty common thing to have happen okay all right because like uh, and and you're saying that this is a good time for the the red rocks to kind of show their depth out (laughs) you know like um, yeah uh, in the nba it's um it's the equivalent of having somebody sit on one of the ends of a back-to-back because um yeah and and, and you know I, the, another thing that i've been kind of like hitting hard on um uh, when talking about the jazz or sports in general is that you know like we're asking I, I know these are grown men you know we're asking you know grown men who are playing a game for a job but man like yeah. they're, they're playing a physical i mean this, the, to do something like this physical at this high level over and over and over again i mean it's taxing on the body and so um, yeah. you know, it is probably a good idea for, uh, for, um, uh, some of these, uh, 
uh, athletes, um, uh, you know, the, the Red Rocks included, to to have just a little time off for themselves. Um, uh, yeah. And yeah, Oregon State's had four home meets and one away meet, so this is going to be their second away meet. So yeah, it will be interesting. Um, so like, you know, I want you to play Tom, you know, play Tom Farden for a second. Uh, what I mean, are, so we're going to get into the Julian Hoffman stuff because that's heartbreaking. But um, who yeah. like who would you rest on vault this week, or I guess Oregon State? I like my first, uh, you know, instinct is to say go in and put Miley O'Keefe in because we know that she's done ball before, but we saw her, you know, a couple weeks ago and it did not work out for her. So, you know, the question might be maybe we go in and have just another gymnast who is capable of doing vault, but hasn't done it before. We know that, uh, would you would you leave the other would you leave the other five girls in or would you like you know maybe give Grace another event off you know and kind of rest her up because she has been going yeah. nonstop like maybe is is this is is Vault one of the ones that you would give Grace a, a rest on or would you keep her off beam like I'm a, like who who should we be resting in in, in, in um, some of these events uh, uh, coming up Friday against the the Beavers? I think for Grace it might be helpful to take off. You know, for floor, we have a pretty, a lot of depth on floor. Mm-hmm. You know, it would lose us, potentially lose maybe a, a tenth of a point. So it's not going to be a huge loss for her. And it would give another gymnast a chance to do, uh, you know, a chance to do floor. It, we might be able to have uh, Alani Sabado came out during the Pac-12 championship and randomly did a vault. So we might be able to have her come out and do mm-hmm. a vault. I think Sydney Soloski has been doing, has vaulted before, so we could have her come out and try. I mean, we have the extra gymnasts available for, you know, pretty much every event. The one I'm most concerned about, of course, is vault because of the 9.9 versus 10.0 vaults. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, But, I mean, there are gymnasts available who can come in for every event and, you know, just get that extra, get that extra rotation. I mean, that's what a top team should be able to do. They should be able to have extra gymnasts come in, who are able to come in and do, you know, an event every week. Right. And, and we, we do have that depth. Yeah, and, and vault, Vault's going to be the one that's going to be the most interesting to see. Um, bars, I'm a... I mean, probably, probably, probably uh, we, um, uh, the, the Red Rocks, probably want to keep them uh, Grace on Bars uh, and Crystal and Miley. Um, uh, or, or do you think one of them should have a rest um, uh, coming up against uh, Oregon State here? Uh, I mean, it might just be up to Grace, and you can ask her, hey, what event would you like to rest this week? Right. I mean, and I, I, I don't want to speak for her and say, right, well, maybe right. she'd be good for to rest for bars or to rest for floor. I yeah. think uh, it just, like, depends on where, like, what is most tiring for her. Like, my instinct says floor is the most tiring, but, I mean, I've never done any of these things. <laughs> yeah, and, and and like you said, floor is, floor is probably the one the one area right now which is uh, um, maybe a little ironic to say, but, like, floor just seems like I'm, uh, they do have a lot of um, uh, girls that, I mean, really, I mean, what with what happened last week, I mean, when Adrian just kind of stepped in, um, yeah. obviously on, like, what, she probably had uh, five minutes' notice, um, uh, um, so they, they, they probably do have a couple of girls that they can just, you know, if Grace needs to take a, take a rest, um, uh, maybe even, I mean, if, if, you know, this is sort of like, I'm a bye weeks in fantasy football. Like if you put all your guys on, 
the same bye week, you know, you might I'm gonna be able to, I'm gonna, you know, like you'll be at full strength the rest of the time, but you might yeah. have to give up one meet. And even if the, the uh, Red Rocks rest, you know, a, a lot of the girls, they can still score high enough. Like they might not win the meet, but as long as they keep them, you know, in a in a good enough um, space, um, uh, then it will give the other girls um, a chance to really yeah. come out strong um, uh, starting Monday. Um, yeah. Against Arizona, uh, against um, uh, uh, Washington, excuse me. Um, okay, cool. So um, uh, let's, let's let's get into Jillian Hoffman because um, uh, that was you know just heartbreaking, right? Uh, you know she had oh. she had a hurt shoulder uh, her sophomore year. This is her junior year. Um, was doing really great on vault. Like um, uh, her vaults were were looking really good. Um, she that nine nine was one of our highest scores, so it was, you know, she was, she was doing awesome. Yep, she was improving, and then I mean, he, he, like just a, what was the ASU meet? She she had a nine nine seven five leading off the floor, um, uh, for yeah. the Red Rocks, and so she was um looking to become someone like when it happened because um uh, you know whoever was uh, announcing number one the guy who announced the Utah Cal meet was really good, <laughs> like yeah um, he was. I mean, he was a great, his name is Evan. I don't remember what his last name is, but he was great because he, you know, all those fans who aren't, you know, really long-term fans or don't know a lot about gymnastics really. Yeah, he he didn't, he didn't dumb it down, but like he, he explained it to them like they were five basically, but yeah, still. It was, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I'm a re- really good at like, um, that's a hard part. Like sometimes, you know, he, like he knew his audience and, um, uh, you don't want to dumb it down too much because the people who do watch gymnastics are not going to enjoy it. But yeah. um, uh, you also want to be able to like, hey, you know, uh, I'm a casual. You know, like, oh, hey, who can watch this and really learn from it and enjoy what he's saying? So, and he did it solo without without any color. So, um, yeah. I would never do a podcast solo. It's it's, it's hard. And so, yeah. uh, he's announcing an hour and a half meet by himself. Um, so yeah, so he was great. But um, uh, like. We didn't really learn about Sidney Slosky's injury until like maybe, you know, fifteen minutes as the floor was going on. Like I was like, oh, all of a sudden I was just like, oh yeah, Sidney Slosky was carted off because it was just no like, Jillian Jillian Hoffman, not Sidney Slosky. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I just I, I say floor and Sidney Slosky is like the first thing that comes to my head. Yeah, that's um, the first one that comes to yeah. mind. Yeah, uh, Jillian Hoffman. I'm because uh, like I'm uh, all of a sudden it was like, oh, and they're, they're making a, a change here. Um, Adrian's going to be on floor. I was like, oh, that's weird. I wonder. And like I even like. Sent you a tweet like, "Oh, Adrian in for Jillian? That seems like an odd yeah. move." Um, and then later we learned that um, uh, she got hurt in warmups, which I think, like, now I think back to it when I was watching it, there was a a weird pause that happened. And um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I I don't even know if he was in the state. I don't. I wonder if he was like he was calling it from like a studio somewhere that where he wasn't in the stadium because he he yeah. couldn't look around because it sounded like he was just watching it from his vantage point. So. Um, which is again still very very good and really cool that technology yeah. allows us to to have that like where he like he's probably like just jumping around doing, you know, announcing meets all Friday night um, everywhere yeah. across the country. So, um, but yeah, so Jillian um uh, you know goes down. She she sent out a tweet saying she'll be back. She's ready for another comeback. But Achilles um uh, is, you know, there, there's been a few this year, and I, I'm I'm, I'm kind of reading. I, I wonder is Achilles something like. You see a gymnast go down, and is it is your first thought when you see like a a, a gymnast kind of like get hurt in warmups or come off the vault bad or like on a bad landing? Do you automatically think that Achilles is a, is the first injury? I mean, it's always the one that I'm most worried about when I hear about it. I don't know, like, 
because they're they, you know it's a really bad season ending injury season ending injury and it happens you know quite often so that's one of the first things I think yeah. about because I mean uh, I, I, I I liken it to um like when you watch basketball or football like you see a knee injury like Joe Ingles went down this year and yeah. part of me was like I, I saw the knee injury um and part of me was just like oh I've had a torn ACL twice on the same knee so I saw what, yeah. when he went down I was like oh that's a blown knee and that's a blown ACL excuse me and um and that that's just, and I'm not you know I don't say I'm a doctor or anything but like Obviously, they would try to, but like a lot, a lot of stuff. Like, I'm uh, when Donovan Mitchell got injured, um, his ankle, um, uh, uh, the year earlier, you know, mm-hmm. I saw two scoring, like, oh, blown ACL, blown ACL, and I'm, and then I go, I go, oh my god, is it? But then I watched the replay, I'm like, yeah. that looks nothing like an ACL. Why? But it's one of the things that yeah. it's an uh, injury that happens again, it's a year long injury at least, or not at least, yeah. but I'm a, about a year, the yeah. Uh, yeah, out, out for about a year. And yeah. most people just, I guess, because of their trauma, PTSD, fear, they go in basketball, or whatever it is, ACL. So yeah. that's why I ask. In in in, uh, in um, gymnastics, I'm a, it sounds like Achilles is that is that same injury. Like you see someone grab their grab their um, a foot, they you know you grab think, their ankle, and you're like, uh-huh. and it it happens. You know, we've had like you know five or six gymnasts at top programs this season who have already gone down with an Achilles injury in really, you know, a week, six weeks into the season. Um, uh, one thing, sorry. Go ahead. If, I was going to say the one, the Achilles is always the one, one of the first that comes to my mind because Tori Wilson in 2015 tore her Achilles at high world championships. And so that image, that memory for me is always, Oh no, it's an Achilles. Cause I remember that and how, monumental that was for Utah that season so it's you know it is a thing that happens all the time and it's a thing that I personally remember happening multiple times if you're like oh no and and yeah like I'm a, and again so that that likens back to I keep saying likens uh, I guess <laughs> and that goes back to um um the trauma right there's um uh, PTSD it's like you've seen it once and so now, like your mind is kind of trained to like automatically go worst case scenario. That that's it. And unfortunately, you're proven right more than wrong. I guess. Um, I like yeah. oh, the injury. Oof, Achilles, Achilles, Achilles. Like we we've seen quite a few this year, like you said. Um, and it is very sad. It's not. It's like you know, like when Kara um, came off the vault. Um, I saw her land and like go for. It didn't. I, I thought her. You know, for me, I don't have that PTSD. Uh, uh, so I was like, okay, she, she's grabbing her ankle. I was like, I wonder if she jammed it. Like, just the way she landed, I was like, I wonder if she jammed her ankle. ankle. Um, and now, you know, knowing what I do now, you know, five, six weeks later, um, yeah. you know, like, you know, wow, thank God it was just an ankle, I guess. Like, um, uh, you know, like, it sucks, but man, you know, like, an ankle, like, we, we like, who knows? Carol could be back against Oregon State or against Washington, you know? Like, she'd be back in the, yeah. I, I don't know if she will be, but she could be. But you know, Jillian's done for the year. She's done for the year, and she might be. It's going to take a long rehab, and hopefully, she can be back at the start of next year, um, uh, next next season. Um, but like I'm a, with NBA players, man, sometimes um, Achilles injuries, like for for NBA players, it's scary, you know, because uh, you know Kobe got it, um, uh, Mamet Akor got one. Like Achilles injury seems to be the, the one thing that you know right now has ruined some careers, and you know, med- medical. Technology has uh, advancement has come pretty far with you know ACLs and stuff. 
um, something that you know, if you got an ACL in like the '90s, your career might be over. And uh, yeah. Joe Ingles at 34 with ACL injury, he's like, he's like, I want to play for like four more years, five more years. So, um, I, like, I'm a, is there a gymnast that you can think of right off, off, off the top of your head that had a, an Achilles injury and came back next year as strong as ever or even better? Um, at, I forgot what school she goes to, Denver's uh, Lindsey Brown, she had an Achilles injury a couple seasons ago and it was a season ending injury and she came back and she was looking great. And then last month she had another, another one. Oh, no. oh, so yeah. it's possible. It's possible to come back and, you know, continue to do well if you come back after the season, but some people don't. Yeah. I mean, I mean but, so yeah. hers was one of the most like sad ones because she's done it before and she came back and she's an amazing gymnast. And um, uh, unfortunately, I mean, cause, like, that was really, like I guess you know, there's you know, not really a bright side. But Jillian Hoffman is just a junior, so she can come back next year as a senior, and so she'll have it another sucks chance. That she's had you know three seasons of injuries, but I'm hopeful that she'll be able to come back next year and she'll be able to you know keep playing next year. Is, is there a comeback play, like the NFL and uh, has like the comeback player of the year award? Is there a comeback gymnast of the year award? If not, they should, there should, they should be. be I don't think there is. <laughs> there should be. <laughs> I think they like. I mean, they might get like some sort of like that. Uh, they have weekly and yearly uh, gymnast of the year or freshman of the year or something. Yeah. Give them that. But I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, there would be a lot of players coming back. So <laughs> there are a lot of gymnasts who have injuries over the course of the season. Yeah. So it would be. Hey, if they if they don't give one um, uh, next year we'll, at the end of our at the end of the year when we do our podcast awards we're gonna we're gonna give them one so. <laughs> okay. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. So yeah. So the I mean, but so we talked about the the weird schedule coming up for the the I guess not so weird but like the the but I mean there there's not really a bye week or anything coming up. I mean the schedule is is really rough. They're just going boom 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 boom. There's there's really no time to rest and that that is putting strain on these athletes' bodies. I mean, I, I, you know, let's do like a little bit of research about this because, you know, it happens so often and it's just, you know, long-term wear and tear of the body every week or the training or the training as a, you know, when you're younger, it's just, it, your wear and tear on your body makes it more susceptible, I guess, to uh, those kinds of injuries. So like it's something that they have to be worried about all the time. And so, you know, when you see, like a meet every week and then two <laughs> meets in one week it makes you worried it's like you know are they I assume I hope they're doing proper training in you know during the week and I assume the coaches or I hope the coaches know you know the appropriate steps to take to make sure that they don't get these kind of injuries but they're always susceptible to it and you know even if it is an ACL injury there are other you know injuries that are not ACL Achilles or other, you know, injuries that they can get just from the wear and tear. And so, yeah, I mean, I mean, know, the wear and tear is they're launching themselves off like bars or beams, doing these flips and then trying to land and, and, and stick, right? <laughs> so, like, I mean, yeah. you're, you're trying to get your body to do these things that with uh, high impact force. Force. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, like we're, we're talking about how it's like, it's just hard. It's hard on their bodies. And, um, and, 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 and Maybe um, uh, the Red Rocks have, uh, obviously, you know, if you have a good training staff that, you know, 
you know, you, you get the a proper amount of, cause I mean, an NBA player, right? Like their day isn't just to go shoot a basketball. Their, their day is to go to practice. And then you see yeah. a lot of them, you know, they have to go, you know, to the training room after like whether it's an ice bath or, you know, a massage or like whatever, like right? just to make sure like the, they, you know, if, if you, you see players like wrap ice around their knees all the time, um, uh, like, I mean, maybe I should be doing that just in my, like my knees creak just from waking up and I'm only, I'm 37. So I'm, I'm near death, but you know, I, you know, maybe I should like try to cryogenic my body even better. Um, yeah. Like, do you think they're like, what, what makes it difficult? Like, why don't they have a bye week in there? Why don't they have like a week of just no meat? Like I'm a, uh, so like, so I'm looking at the schedule here. So Friday, uh, February 18th is Friday. So, uh, they have a meet against Oregon. So President's Day is the meet at Washington. So they'll be flying out Sunday going to that. Uh, then the Friday, uh, 25th, I believe. 25th is their, their, yeah. their, uh, at Arizona. Then the 4th. Um, or is, it, is, is there a week off between that? No. The 4th is a Friday or Saturday. Um, Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Then the 11th. You know, like, yeah, there's... The, the only week they have off is right before the Pac-12 tournament. Nope, that, I'm, I'm wrong. That's eight days away. Eight days after their <laughs> meeting against LSU. No, I, they, they have a week every work week through. You know, the first week off they're going to have is going to be after the Pac-12 championship and before regionals. And then they're going to have one week off for the champion, before the championship. And usually, you know, in the past, you've had – one or two weeks off during the season, but you know, last year they had a shortened season, so they had to meet every week because of COVID. And then this season, I saw that you know, I saw the schedule, and I was like, "There's, there's no break this season." And they've got you know a full season of meets from January to the end of March, and I'm, you know, that's not something I'm used to seeing. So I don't know why they decided to extend the season and go for a meet every week but it's just it's a new thing for them and it's surprising to me yeah and this is this is all the schools too like um, oh i mean at least oregon state too i'm I'm looking at oregon state's um uh, schedule and they have a a meet every every week i don't see a a weird back-to-back for them uh for oregon state so yeah utah utah has way more meets than than oregon state maybe not way more but you know it feels like a lot more (laughs) so i think they have more meets than pretty much everybody except for maybe Oklahoma, who usually has at least one or two weeks where they have two meets. Interesting. Ah, yeah, to, um, and again, this is this is one of the weird like scheduling snafus that uh, let's see, the, you know, the best of best, you know, the best of Utah. Um, ah, just I mean, they they just you would think I'm a, you know you you would face like in football you faced your conference your, your conference one one time each. And then you probably have three, maybe four, out of conference, or um, uh, but a lot of those times, I'm um, a uh, one or two of those games are against some uh, teams that you should roll over. So it, you know it's more of a practice game than anything else. Um, yeah. yeah, like not for not for Red Rocks. So this is interesting this year, and let's just um, kind of like hope um, uh, that the schedule, because you know you're not the only one that was worried. I'm uh, you know our friend Emily um, M Doll too. I want to say um, uh, on Twitter was talking about the schedule and. She kind of like circled this as like the toughest part of the schedule for the for the Red Rocks. We, you know, one home meet, um, four four to five away meets, all all clumped together with no rest. So um, yeah, I yeah. mean, this is the part that we've all been worried most worried about because of the 
I mean, it's harder to have away meets than it is to have home meets for multiple reasons, and then you've got them one right after another. So yep, the tr- I, I just looked at my my spreadsheet, and Utah does have more meets than everybody except for uh, Oklahoma. Why well, I, I love that you have spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a, I'm not I'm not a spreadsheet guy. I, I could be like I'm, I'm okay at spreadsheets. But like I'm a, there's you know now that I'm connecting with people on Twitter and social media, I'm I'm learning people have like spreadsheets for like literally everything in their lives. <laughs> and, um, maybe I would be maybe I would be smarter if I had spreadsheets in my life or more organized. But um, yeah, I'm not. So <laughs> um, uh, yes. okay, well um, uh, we we got Oregon State up. Um, uh, how do you feel about the the Oregon State meet and and the, and the Red Rocks? I mean, assuming that they 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 do what you think they're gonna do and or, or what you recommend doing by re- resting a few of the girls some uh, on a few events? Um, what are you excited to see in this uh, in this next meet coming up? I, I want to see the same thing I wanted to see last week. I want to see them get into the 198s, but I'm more worried about this meet than I have been about any meet this season. So I mean, I think there's a real possibility that they won't get into the 198s, but that's what they need to start doing. I want to see, you know six good beamer teams like you know that's i am okay with vaults they're a little bit inconsistent but they are you know pretty they're better than last season um i want nobody to go out of bounds this week for on floor that would be nice did real real quick though did anybody technically go out of bounds last week <laughs> this has actually happened like four t- five times this season where a gymnast went out of bounds and they didn't take the 10 yeah. for the point of a deduction off. Like uh, so Adrian went out of bounds and she should have gotten a 10 point deduction, but she didn't. Yeah. And people Jen, were like, wasn't Jaden? Was Jaden was pretty close, right? Like like Jaden, I was watching Jayden, her live and I was like, I was like, did she just step out of bounds? <laughs> she on the line is in, over the line is out. So okay. Jaden was fine. Okay. So she but Adrian was definitely out, and she definitely should have had yeah, I, that I, extra. I, I, I know people were like, I was joking just because I, I noticed people were like, I'm, uh, I mean, I, I think you were even calling out, like, like you know, for your own team, like, she's out. Like, that's, <laughs> that's a definite out. But, <laughs> um, uh, I, I remember one of the first meets I shot last year, um, I was watching one of the non-Red Rocks girls do her floor, and I was, like, watching, again, trying to learn, like, like okay, is that good, is that bad? And then I saw her do something, and I, like, I saw a flag go up. I'm like, wait, is that bad? Is, that, is the flag going up bad? I haven't seen that before. And it was one of the things that, like, did the flag go up every time and I just missed it? Or was that time the flag went up? And um, anyway, just I was like, okay, now I know flag is bad. So uh, yeah. yeah, flag so, is bad. Yeah, so yeah, so hopefully nobody – I do kind of want to see I – mean, uh, obviously, the, the girls that we're probably going to have in uh, the floor, um, Jade and Miley, Sydney – Grace, if they decide um, uh, they don't want to rest her on on floor, um, but you know we, there, there's a spot open there, so um, uh, let's see who they do that. And if they and if they do decide to sit Grace and maybe maybe Miley um, uh, or someone else just to give them a little bit of rest, um, it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see who um, uh, who else um, uh, they throw in there to kind of. It, it'll be fun to see the depth of the of the Red Rocks uh, as well, because at some point I'm gonna, I love seeing more floor routines. Yeah. So. You know, at some point they're like, oh, I know what's gonna happen next. You know, you know here, here comes Sydney's double, uh, double layout. Here comes um, uh, here comes Miley's wolf spin. Here comes, <laughs> here comes Miley. Um, Sydney, uh, should, I just want to say, I think Sydney should have gotten the ten last week. That's the best she's ever done. Oh, so it was so good. It was so good, and 
part of me was like, I was, I was like, I really want her to get it in front of the Huntsman because, you know, the crowd would go wild. But, you know, two times this year, she's had um, a, a 10 from one judge and a, a 9-5 from another judge. So, like, it's like, oh, yeah. this is so close. Getting so it's, close. It's, it's close. Yeah. And I, and I feel like it's uphill battle knowing that I'm, uh, you know, not that her form is bad, is that her form is not something a certain judge might might not like, and that 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 right. hurts me inside. <laughs> That's so they just need to, they need to find two judges who are fine with that. Yeah, exa- exactly. So uh, again, may, may, hey, may, here we go, Oregon State. Let's let's go, let's go, Oregon State, because they don't have any more. They have one more home meet um, after this against uh, Minnesota, which another great uh, should be another great battle. Minnesota's been uh, has had a couple of my routines uh, go gymtronet viral. Maybe not super viral, but like gymtronet viral has been talking about Minnesota a lot this year. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So I'm. Uh, yeah. Cool. So I'm. Uh, uh, and how excited are you to see Jade Carey? I am super excited to see Jade Carey. I was, you know, I've been a fan of hers for a couple of years, watching her on. Olympic teams since I started watching Elite when Michaela Skinner went back to Elite. So I'm super excited to see her. And it's also the first meet that I'm going to get to go to the Badminton Huntsman Central this season. So I'm I'm super excited for this meet. I'm excited to see Jake Carey kick butt. I'm excited to cheer on the the Red Rocks, you know, in person. You know, it's it's going to be, it's going to, it had better be a lot of fun. I'm manifesting a lot of fun uh, hey, that's, 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 Like This is a meet that, uh, again, I, I think I talked to you about this last week. Like I'm in a certain schedule where my work schedule isn't um, uh, very busy. Like if tomorrow I want to have off and um, I'm actually, we're having, um, uh, you know, Friendsmas, we're having a Friendsmas party two months after Christmas, um, tomorrow night, Friday night, and I'm choosing yeah. to work that event and going to the party afterwards because I was like, like, oh my god, they're 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 facing Oregon State, like that's a, that's a can't meet, miss meet, like we need to go get that. And so you know, I'll be I'll be there. So maybe we should, you know, I'll say hi to you in per like IRL in real life. I mean, I have a rule that nobody uh, nobody's allowed to see me IRL. Okay, so <laughs> hey, maybe hey, not. Hey, that's that's fair. Like, I'll, I'll wave, and you can just you, you know you can look for me down you there. You can wave from afar. Yeah, like I'll wear something super bright that way you can see me down there on the floor, like I'm out doing my work in that way. You know? Yes. So, um, um, well, I'm a Phoebe. I'm a. Uh, I also have a confession to to, to uh, uh, make here. Um, but l- l- give everybody your um, uh, your Twitter handle first. It is Fibby one one two three. As in Fibonacci, I'm a Fibby one one two three. So, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, we talk about Wordle. We always end with like a Wordle Nerdle thing or whatever. Uh, my my buddy at work, I'm a Sam. He sent me college football one. I was like, I don't want to do college football one. I'll tell you right now. Um, there's a Squirtle now with um, uh, uh, the Pokemon. Haven't tried that yet. There's a dirty one, and I can't remember the name of it. Um, like it has dirty words in there. But Wordle um, uh, has migrated over to New York Times. And like on the second... I, I tried the dirty one, and I did not do very well. <laughs> My mom will be happy to hear that. Okay, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, make sure she listens. Um, uh, Wordle has gone over to New York Times. And let me tell you about how mentally weak I am. Uh, I want to say the second day that it was on uh, 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 New York Times... Um, I got down to the, the last guess, and I knew I wasn't going to get it, so I refused to guess. I figured out what the word was later, uh, like, you know, just through some Google, Google stuff. Um, 
and um, uh, I haven't gone back to Wordle since. You know, like I I lost, and um, uh, basically that lost means that like I'm I'm done forever. So you're done forever. Well, yeah. I am still undefeated on Wordle. I've got like forty five straight wins, so uh, I'm not done forever yet. Yeah, like it's, like I, I I can't handle loss. Like one loss to me breaks me, and so I, like, I, right, I think so a like, lot of people are that way. You know, yeah. I lost. I'm done forever. Yeah, like I'm, I, I'm, like I told you, my strategy was to like you know do two different words, like regardless of what it was, I was just gonna do two different words at the beginning to get rid of some letters, and then figure it out from there. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I feel like I'm a you know New York Times claims that it wasn't hasn't gotten harder, but I'm like, oh my god, it felt it felt a lot harder when I went to New York Times. It's like, the same words, I promise. It seems like it's harder, but it's the same words I don't know. Yeah, I, the, you know, the original I mean, guy put in. So it just seems that. <laughs> Uh, I, was, I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, I don't know, we'll see, but yeah, I'm uh, anyway, I'm, I'm making that confession live on this podcast for the for the dozens who are going to listen. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, I'm just like, I was like, oh boy, that's uh, it's rough, it's a it's a rough life out there. So, um, but yeah, we got August Day coming up. This is a, this is a pretty big meet. Um, uh, you know, um, I don't, I don't know, um, uh, like Pac-12 wise, how big a meet it is, but. You know, there's two Olympians going to, you know, well, three, four Olympians going to be on uh, uh, stage, but like one Olympian who's just, I mean, Jay Carey is just, you know, by and far, just like so far ahead of everybody. So it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. So um, she's going to be, she's going to be star for the next four years if she decides to be. Um, and, 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 and she'll probably be in the Olympics, assuming in the next Summer Olympics, uh, is my guess. Um, maybe, maybe. I mean, yeah. Like not many gymnasts end up going back to the Olympics after they do college. Kayla, Michaela Skinner was an unusual one, hmm. but I guess we'll find out. It was, it was, it was Simone, Simone didn't do college, right? Simone just did straight Olympics. Like she was straight elite. I think I don't remember who it was. All right. I mean, um, uh, hey, you know, well, that, that's something for us to talk about next time. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, um, uh, you'll see me from afar. Uh, you know, I'll wave, yes. and um, uh, uh, we'll see you at the Oregon State, folks. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Yes. Bye.